Welcome back to another episode of Life Changers, and this is Mike. Today I want to talk about accountability, because it's easy to not take accountability for anything. <laughs> and that's one thing um, I've learned how to do, maybe, I don't know, not that recent, but I don't know. We always blame somebody for something, and even if it's good, <laughs> people will be like, well... I, I did this, so then, therefore, something good happened. But you, you got to understand that you did the work, you reap the rewards of the benefit, right? If you worked out, you start working out every day, and you get fit, hey, kudos to you. You put in the work, it's your accountability, like you did it, not the trainer, not um, the food, the diet, the food diet you're on or anything like that is like you worked your butt off and got that done. And it also works the other way, <laughs> right? Like in my instance, in my last episode, you heard me talking probably about how like, you know, rock climbing and, um, I used to go paintballing all the time and stuff like that. So yeah, here's here's a little story about paintballing. I love paintballing. I haven't done it. I'm gonna be honest in over 20, in about twenty years. <laughs> That's how much I love it. Uh, and uh, I work with a lot of. Uh, I actually um, recently started working with paintball um, podcasts and paintball groups. And uh, it's, yeah, it's awesome. I love paintballing. I should get back into it. But you gotta remember, you know, I was young, and me and my buddy, we started around rock climbing time, around 14, probably like 13, 14, my buddy, his dad's like, have you ever been paintball? And I'm like, no. Because you gotta understand, like, I'm gonna talk a lot about my buddies and hanging out with them, because they had money. <laughs> I couldn't afford to do any of this stuff, so they, they treated me out. They're like, yeah, we're taking you paintballing. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Because when I was younger, as you know, grew up really poor but every we could all have debates who's the poorest but we all have our experiences and my experience was i wanted something my dad says sorry couldn't afford it i'm poor and he'd verbally tell us how poor we are all the time and tell us how we're going to stay poor and stuff like that but anyways i digress so we're out paintballing and we were really good i'm now like it's been about three four years we've been doing it so now i'm like 16 almost 17 and uh we used to go to this place Quebec is uh, on top of a mountain, and there's different, as you know, if you go paintballing, there's different trails, there's different sections. There's one that's like, you're in the woods, and there's rocks everywhere, and that's it. There's another one where it's literally just a big open field. You could see each other in ditches, but you can't shoot each other until you like just run at each other. And there's other ones where it's like obstacle courses, buildings, stuff like that. And we people wouldn't like playing with us because we were good. <laughs> so another group, people were like, hey, we want to join a group. And we're like, hey, you could always join us like because we're here every weekend playing. So come on and join us. And some of them were like, you guys are pretty aggressive. <laughs> and it was just what we, we enjoyed it, running around, being fast. I like that. But anyways, one time the, uh, I guess, like Canadian police SWAT type guys were there. And uh, they're like, yeah, we need to play against other people because the other team, for some reason, couldn't make up make it up today. But we booked a slot, so we came, and we figured if there's any other groups, can join us. And I was there with my buddy and a lot of our group. His dad was there and a lot of other people at this point. Like We kind of made our own little team. And uh, I'm like, yeah, you could join us. We'll take it easy on you, Popo. 
And he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. So I'm like, you pick the you pick the the terrain. He's like, okay, we'll do the buildings, capture the flag style. So there's buildings scattered throughout the place, tires, random stuff, and there's two tall like buildings. Um, and there's flags in them. So the goal is you got to run across, take out people, take out the guy protecting the flag, get the flag, run it back to your side, and then you win. And uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. We know this one. So we still have the two groups, me and my buddy. Uh, I took a group. My buddy took another five people. I took five people. And we're all like, we talked about our strategy, how we're going to come from the sides and flank them. Like, it always works, right? When we play against other people that, I guess, weren't avid avid paintballers and uh we're there and i'm talking to my people like okay guys getting them all motivated before the whistle goes off i'm like we got this you know they they might be police officers but it's been years since they probably you know been training and anything like they're coming out here for fun we're gonna show them how it's done probably motivated everybody they're like yeah yeah and i'm like okay the whistle blows goes off and then i'm like okay i'm just gonna poke my head out and we're gonna tell everybody where to go i literally just stick my head out and then all here is in my ear and i pull my head and i look over at people i'm like what's going on you guys hear that and they're like i think you've been shot in the head i'm like what so i put my hand up i I step out and i look out there and they had a freaking sniper in the tower (laughs) just pecking off everybody i look over at the other side my buddy's like thought he couldn't just like everybody just as soon as the whistle went they all started scattering all taken out i'm like holy smoke in one second there's four of us left i'm i'm dead everybody else is dead and there's four guys behind me and i'm like well good luck so i started you know walking away off the field and then you hear the whistle blow that's game over and i'm like wow i didn't even make it to the rest point and we're already wiped out so then everybody come, we're all there and then the, all the cops come back and they're like uh so you want us to take it easy on you I'm like, oh, this is on. <laughs> this is on. I was like, yeah, yeah, we were just, you know, I, I'm not taking accountability at this point. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're just warming up. We're just like trying to see your strategy, blah, 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 right? Anyways. And uh, so then they're like, let's do it again. I'm like, yeah, same track. And then all I looked at everybody. I'm like, guys, we're just going to rush them. I'm just going to run and not stop running, and I'm going to zigzag it until I shoot everybody. And, you know, that's what we ended up doing. Everybody's just running, scattering everywhere. It was crazy. And a few of us made it to the tower where the sniper was at. And then my buddy starts climbing up to to shoot him. And then the guy turns around, sees him there. And he has another gun. So he says, freeze or, or take the shot if you're within 10 feet of each other. So my buddy's like, I'm not taking the headshot. I'm out. And then the guy looked up and uh, my buddy's dad was there. And he was like, going to open fire. And the guy shot and then took him out. Then I just ran as fast as I could, dove, and I just looked up and just opened fire. Just hit the whole thing. And eventually I got shot and I'm dead. And uh, yeah, and then we're all like, oh, we almost won. <laughs> but I guess it was a, a real good experience in the sense like I was like, okay. And like everybody's just like, what's going on? We're usually the best. You guys are like the best. We're, we're awesome. And I'm like, no, we suck. <laughs> I said, we're only good, right, in one of the realities, pretty much, the reality of when people just come here to shoot once in a while, yeah, we're the best because we're here every freaking Friday. But if we go out 
with pros and where the teams are, we were probably the bottom of the barrel. That's probably why we never actually registered a team and went out because we knew we took accountability and that we probably suck compared to those guys because they're out there more often than not. And I know I'm not supposed to be talking about accountability, but I just like this story. I thought I should put it in. <laughs> so that's why I added here and there. I took accountability for losing. <laughs> because it's awesome story i have to fit it in somewhere i'm just gonna be honest hope you enjoyed that story but anyways <laughs> we'll get back to the meat of things but uh yeah like people just don't take accountability anymore you know i'm always afraid that why do you think everybody has cameras in their car in their cars now on their dash cams and even in the back now people have cameras watching the back of their car why well because if somebody hits you, what's the first thing? At uh, one time, huh, here's story time. This is actually relevant, okay? <laughs> but I'm in Quebec City working, and I'm staying at a hotel, and I'm coming from the underground parking, coming up, and there's stop signs, four-way stop. In Quebec, if any of you has been to Quebec before, there's stop signs everywhere. And they're always four-way stop signs. <laughs> Sometimes you'd be in the middle of nowhere and like, why is there so many stop signs? <laughs> I think it's just to keep us going, stop and pushing the gas. And I don't know, maybe they make more tax dollars on the gas we spend at all these stupid stop signs. Uh, anyways, because when I moved to Ontario, I don't know, one time I found myself slowing down and getting ready to stop in the middle of nowhere. And my wife's like, why you stop? And I'm like, isn't there a stop sign? <laughs> She's like, dude, we're in Ontario. I'm like, oh, yeah. There's no stop signs everywhere, like in Quebec. Anyways, I digress. So I'm coming out. The stop sign for everybody. And then I pull out because no one was at the stop signs. And I'm the only one there. So I get up. And then I get hit by the on the side. Poof. This guy hits me with his pickup truck on the side of my car. I'm like, oh. And he worked there. And what's the first thing that happens, though, when somebody hits you? You're like, oh, crap. It's going to be... You know, me versus the, the him or wh- her. And like, it's just going to be an argument here. And we're going to have to fight it out. And I'm just freaking out. Like, they're probably going to lie, saying it's my fault. And then, you know, because there's always that argument, right? And this was, I guess, before cameras were popular in cars. But yeah, a good thing the guy was honest. He worked there. And he's like, yeah, I hit you. I didn't stop. I didn't think no one was coming out. <laughs> and it was all settled and whatnot but i'm awesome i'm I'm grateful that that um individual took responsibility and he and it kind of almost seemed like his boss was coaching him to be like uh so you hit him he's like oh yeah i i blew the stop sign i didn't think someone was coming out of there and i took him out (laughs) and he's like you sure like and that and in quebec you don't call the police right you just fill out a form there's forms everybody or you could just download it on your phone nowadays, but back, you know, then people usually carry forms. I mean, just fill it out, and you both agree on the on it, and both forms look the same. You sign, and that's it. Unless somebody got injured, then you call the police. So it's that easy. You're not just sitting there going, "Oh, wait for the cops. I'm gonna sue you." But anyways, but that's my greatest fear is when somebody hits me, they're just gonna blame me. And it's if they have more people in the car that can, or more people around that say like, "Oh, yeah." yeah if they want to lie about it, they can. That's <laughs> tough luck for me. And then my insurance is gonna, premiums are going to go through the roof. But and that's just one example of people that don't take responsibility. But another thing is like, 
Uh, I started selling on Amazon when Amazon first came out in Canada and first became popular. And you know how many people would just buy things and uh, just, well, in the end, lie about it to return it for free? And I'm sure everybody's like, yeah, we all do it now. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, if you bought something because he didn't read the description, it's your fault that you bought it without knowing if it fit your vehicle or whatever. It's your problem. It's not my problem. I wrote everything there for you. But no, nobody takes accountability anymore. Everybody's just like, well, no, man. Yep, yep. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's, it's Amazon's fault. It's always Amazon's fault. Even if I buy the wrong thing, it's Amazon's fault. Or it's Walmart's fault that uh, I broke it because I threw it on the floor. Right? I just find that Nobody takes accountability that, hey, I, you know what? I'm going to take accountability. I'm fat. <laughs> I got big because it's not that I consciously chose to, but in I subconsciously made decisions and I consciously made decisions, and now I'm a big, bigger guy. Hey, I understand that. I used to be like athlete, run, doing everything. Now I'm traveling a lot, sitting around a lot. So, of course, I got to make the decision, take accountability and be like, oh, because well, one of my buddies today were telling me that, hey, did you know <laughs> that if you get to a certain weight, it's a disability? <laughs> like you get free money from the government and and the being obese is a disease now. It's not your fault. I'm like, no, it's my fault. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm not obese. Well, I don't think I am, but I'm probably 100 pounds overweight. Um, and it's my problem. It's my fault. If I make a bad financial decision, it's my fault. I can't blame McDonald's for making me fat. I can't blame the stock market crashing that I'm losing money. No, it's my decision, my choice. Like if everybody just took responsibility and understand that there's responsibility to be had, then you'd be able to move on to the next aspect of life and creating your world and your personal reality and that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode so thank you very much for putting up with my long-winded story that had no point to this <laughs> but it's a good story nonetheless and once again this is mike and this is life changers and remember your work in progress it takes one day at a time